Welcome to Q the Nurse Podcast. My name is Swadik Mayanja, but you guys can call me Q. And yes, I am a nurse. And on this podcast, I will be bringing you news, current events, research, and fun topics for nurses everywhere. Thank you very much and enjoy. Welcome. Um, thank you. So jumping into this first story, it comes from the Sun Chronicles, and I hope you guys have been keeping up with me. Um, I just went to Washington, D.C. to for the Nurses Take D.C. rally, and that entire rally was about safe nurse-to-patient ratios, um, which was humongous. It was super positive. I met so many cool nurses and so many cool nurses that are doing things that aren't nurse-specific. Um, but anyways, that is that is not the point. The point is the rally was about safe to nurse patient ratios. Um, the majority of nurses, actually the number 77% of nurses agree that safe to nurse patient ratio legislation is good thing and should be passed right now. California is the only state in, in the U S that has a nurse to patient ratio, um, limit, um, a law in place to limit those ratios. Um, it's the only state Massachusetts has a bill in Congress right now that it will be getting voted, um, on, but there is an opposition. And when I say opposition, I really just mean someone with a different uh, nurses with different points of view and organizations with a different point of view, mostly based on the money. But also, I do want to put their point of view out there because it's the right thing to do. 77% isn't 100%. So 77% of nurses agree. But let's see what the other side says. Um, and this comes specifically for my home state, a nurse from my home state. So the Massachusetts Nurses Association is pushing for a law. Um, setting minimum staffing levels in hospitals, but at least one local nurse is speaking out against it. Megan Aldridge, a nurse at Sturdy Memorial Hospital in Attleboro, which is where I did my labor and delivery um, clinical. Phenomenal place. I enjoyed my time there. Um, anyways, she, uh, regist- she registered her opposition Monday at a public hearing held by the legislature's Joint Committee on Public Health at the State House. And she said, And I quote, simply having less patients doesn't make me a better nurse. These ratios would override our professional judgment. And I can see where she's going with this argument. But but just having these limits does not make it automatically the like the end all be all right that doesn't take away our critical thinking that doesn't take away our professional judgment right it's yes we have those patient limits and then we get to use our critical thinking and then we get to put on our professional judgment because your professional judgment and your critical thinking skills are really great and it's nice to spread out the the um the, the patients based on acuity and all of that other stuff which is super important but if you have 15 patients, if you have 10 patients in a hospital, if you have eight patients on the telly floor, it is it doesn't matter how you split it up. It's still not enough. So I hear her and I understand where she's coming from. But I think she's looking at it as a this or that when it should be a this and that. Right. We should have patient limits and we should be using our professional judgment when it comes to patients and our ratios. Right. So when I'm at work. It's not, Q, you have patients room one through four because you have one through four and you're having four patients today, or you're having one through five because you have five patients today. It's Q, you have patient in room one and patient in room 15, 36, and 42. The reason? Because those group of patients make up a decent workload, a workload that you should be you know, uh, sufficient enough for you to work through and not be drowning. At the same time, you'll still be busy enough to get that work done. 
And if I have any problems or if I find any issues throughout the day, I go to a charge nurse, I go to my manager and I let them know this is a heavy assignment. Maybe for tomorrow we can split this up. This is a heavy assignment. Maybe I can get some help with this patient. This is a heavy assignment or this is too light. I've been sitting on my ass all day, which I've never heard a nurse say, but the option is there. The communication is there. So having patient limits is important because it prevents us from drowning, from being in a situation where it's impossible for us to get out of. But when you have patient limits and you talk about the professional judgment, everything becomes a little bit better. That's at least my point of view. Um, so there's two organizations right now that are going back and forth. That is the Nurses Association versus the Massachusetts Health and Hospital Association. These two groups are competing. The Massachusetts Health and Hospital Association is against the patient, the nurse to patient limits, reason being. The hospitals have a study saying that the mandate would increase costs by nearly $1 billion a year statewide. Right. Um, um, but and then the nurse association nurses say their survey found that 77 percent of nurses say they have too many patients to give careful care. So the way I look at this is simple, It's simple. We're looking at the immediate cost. Yes. Hiring more nurses, making a limit on how many nurses um, each nurse can take obviously means you need to hire more nurses, which means the immediate cost of this law will be a billion dollars a year. I don't know the math behind it. I haven't looked at the research. I'm just going off with the study, right? Um, a, an actual billion dollars a year. But let's just think about this long-term wise. Long-term, you don't do careful care. If you don't do proficient care, any kind of medical error, any kind of um, thing that happens wrong due to the nurses not being able to do the direct patient care would be a shit ton more money than a billion dollars a year. And I know I'm just saying this out my ass, but medical errors, medical errors cause more mortality, which is outside of financial issues, uh, just a problem of life of being a human being. And then on top of that, um, it costs more. When you send someone home when they're not ready to go home, when you send someone home after a medical error, when you send someone home be before they've gotten the care that they really needed to get care, when they come back, that's a whole lot more money than paying a nurse, an extra nurse to come in and work and help those nurses. That's a lot more money. That's a shit ton more money. So that's where I stand. And I just wanted to make this um, talk about this story specifically because it is important. I know I am raw, raw, go nurse, uh, uh, safe nurse to patient ratios, but I just wanted other people to know, just wanted y'all to know what the other side says. I disagree with them, but I did want to give them a voice. Um, yeah. And keep, uh, keep listening because we got a whole lot more coming. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it because I believe in this podcast but the truth is this podcast is nothing without you so i ask and plead with you to subscribe and subscribe only if you like the podcast only if you felt like you got something from the podcast and the only way i will know if you liked or disliked the podcast is if you rate and comment so please rate and comment away and do so honestly if you loved it give me the five stars if you hated it give me the zero give me the one star and tell me in the comment section what you loved what you hated what what you don't agree with so i can work and grow and become better for you for us so this cue the nurse podcast to grow into something special so thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good day, good night, enjoy, and come on back tomorrow for some more.